Well, thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor to have you here as my co-host. While Nicole's not here, this is a dream co-hosting partnership that like I could only ever dream of in my wildest dreams. So I'm so honored to have you here. And happy Valentine's Day, my love. Can you imagine if after this I just said, introduce my co-host, Charles Eclair. Charles Leclerc is not my <laughs> not my co-host today, but it is an honor to to welcome you to the show and to welcome all the listeners to the show. Um, happy to tell you all that you are currently listening to TG1F, an F1 podcast with Kate and Nick, my fiance. Happy to be here. Um, Nicole obviously is out of the country at the moment, leaving me in dire need of a, a second co-host. And so I'm just honored, Nick, that you would, you would agree to be here with me. Yeah. Like I said, happy to be here. Can't wait for Nicole to get home. (laughs) No, you're excited to be here. Pretend at least. I am. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) Um, well, we have a great show planned for you guys today. Um, lots of fun things. Nick has been doing so much research. Lots of research. All the livery launches from the week. Really excited to talk about them. <laughs> we have so many notes, so many things that we've been looking at, and we are ready to go. So, Nick, I think just without further ado, should we just dive in? Yeah, let's okay. jump into it. All right. So we have a couple of pieces of F1 news that we are going to cover today. The first, first, thing, first things first, we have, like we said, we've gotten a few different livery launches. And I'd like to start with McLaren. Nick, tell me your thoughts. McLaren came out yesterday with their new livery and you know to recap a little bit of car launch season we've seen some good launches and some bad launches on this show we have really liked Williams and Haas and how do we feel about McLaren how does that stack up I've been doing some thinking about this since we were talking about it at dinner and you were like no 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 don't tell me save it for the podcast oh, yeah. you, ha- you were trying to tell me all of your thoughts and I was like you can't tell me everything or you're not I just to say wish podcast. Google would have saved a little money on the extra advertisements this year and maybe not laid off so many people. That's my hot take. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a tech politic podcast. Um okay, yeah. No, I agree. I think there is you know what? I like the McLaren. I like it. It's fine. It's nothing crazy. I actually so I saw it and I was like, oh I like this better than last year's car. And then I saw last year's car. And I was like, no, actually, I think I like last year's car better. Last year's car had more blue in it. And like, I feel like they're, they, I don't know. I think it was, yeah, too heavily branded this year. Yeah. I mean, like the Williams livery was attractive to me. I liked Mm -hmm. the Duracell. Yes. It was, yeah, it was a nice accent. It was strategically placed. I feel like last year's McLaren was perfectly complimented by the Google Chrome advertisement. Yeah. But now it's just front and center and it yeah. it feels a little gaudy. I don't know if they could have been more creative about the placement of it like they were last year. I feel like that was perfectly stated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe no, I'm picking I mean, nits here, but no, I like I last year's. No, because I do. I like the chrome on the wheels. I mean, I think that's like smart. Right. Similar to the Duracell. Like the Duracell makes sense because it looks like a battery in a place that like is shaped like a battery. The chrome on like chrome symbol on the wheels of the McLaren, like is it looks like it's meant to be there because it looks 
like the chrome right icon but having chrome extra like on the car i don't know it is it definitely feels very like billboardy yeah it was it was creative and it was understated and it it was the perfect touch and it was something that nobody had done or a a place in a space where i don't think anybody had actively advertised mm-hmm. you're talking about the duracell no i'm sorry i'm back on the chrome you're back on chrome yeah i'm jumping it's fine i love it well weren't we no you're right yeah yeah, okay. Going. Good. Keep going. Keep talking. Like, wait, no, we else. were t- we were talking about the McLaren, but anyway, yeah, it seems a little front and center. It seems a little gaudy. I liked the touch of blue on last year's. Mm-hmm. All in all, I think McLaren's livery underwhelmed me, comparatively speaking. I think Williams wins. I think Ferrari wins. I yeah, think we're not there yet. Ooh. We haven't talked about Ferrari okay, yet. Well, I asked for an agenda. What do you want I me did, to do? I, I have ADD. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Okay, so you, how, what do you think about the Haas though? Take it or leave it. Damn. All right. I loved the Haas. Okay. Well, the second, the next one that launched yesterday was um, Aston Martin. Yeah, it's the same car. Corporate needs needs you to identify the differences between these two exactly. photos. Exactly. It's the same photo. Yeah. Someone's trying to argue with me today, being like, "It's a different green." No, I'm not Is even it? giving them no. the time of day. It's yeah. It's um. Oh, another thing that I want to talk about with Aston Martin while we're on this topic, though, is. The quote from Fernando Alonso, he was quoted as saying, in Lance, the team has a driver, a young driver who's very skilled, very talented, and has the potential to win a world championship. And I'm sorry, Alonso has been with a lot of younger drivers over the past couple years, has never once said it. And he's going to say that about Lance Stroll. That's a gun to your head. Blink three times if you need help. Literally, like... Lawrence stole a gun to his head and said, you better fucking say this if you want to earn your paycheck. He's earning his paychecks by praising Lance Stroll. No comment. <laughs> um, okay. We're moving on entirely. Mm-hmm. It's the same car, and I don't have anything to say about Fernando Alonso outside of, <laughs> I think he's going to develop Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> he's already there. Um, okay. Ferrari. Ferrari blessed us on Valentine's Day. They said, even if you don't have a Valentine's Day, wear your Valentine. Here's our car. What are your thoughts? Big fan. You the like font it? on the rear wing is just... The rear wing is so good. It's it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Which, by the way, a lot of back and forth this offseason about mm-hmm. who my favorite driver is going to be. I know, because you were a Danny guy. And I've just decided I'm I'm a team guy now. And I am a Ferrari guy. Okay. I'm not bouncing around anymore. I can't have my heart broken anymore. <laughs> Um, unless Danny ends you've, up you've back in a drive, I've been hurt. You've been hurt too many times. And so, you know, not that being a Ferrari fan is going to help with that at all. But anyway, yeah. um, yeah, that's it for me. I am a Ferrari guy until further notice. Okay. No, I agree though on the, the car. I mean, we knew it was going to be red. Obviously we knew it was going to be like a fully red car, but I do. I like the rear wing and how they have the Ferrari there. I think that's nice. I think they did a better job with, um, What's it called? Contrast. Contrast. Yeah. Or to note, like, the numbers. Because last year it was the red all the way down, and then they had the black numbers, and you couldn't really see it. And now they have, like, black, like a black swatch, basically, with white numbers. Right. So you can, like, see it better. And I was noticing, and I was reading something that the car is more like traditional Ferrari red. Whereas I think last year or maybe the year before it was more of like a maroon red. And so I like the brighter, like more Ferrari red. Yeah. That in the rear wing. 
I'm going to say it time and time again. Rear the wing. rear wing really did it rear for wing. me. Rear wing. Rear wing. Say that five times fast. The rear, 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 the rear wing the really rear did it for me. <laughs> well, I think that's like most of like the big F1 news that's come out so far. There's probably another car launch that we're not going to have seen by the time this goes out or by the time we're recording this, but whatever, because we're never really on top of it. So let's jump into more fun things. Okay. We've planned some, we've planned some fun little fun segments. Have and we? Yeah. You came up with this. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Okay. That happened on Sunday and it was a very good game. First of all. It was a very it? good game up until the end. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there is some super, like there are some football games that are very just like low scoring and it's just like it's so boring. But this one was very fun because it was kind of like tit for tat back and forth the whole time. And I was like, I'm intrigued. But there were some other people there that were also probably intrigued. Oh, we're not talking about football. We're we're talking about we're F1 still talking about F1. Yeah. Okay. What else are we talking about? Switching wow. to talk about football on this podcast? No. Um, Toto Wolf was there. Who do you think Toto was rooting for at the Super Bowl? Like, I don't, I, I'm sure we could find like... out. Like, I'm sure we could look at his social and find out, like, who he was there with or what he thought. But, like, I don't know anything. You don't know anything right now. And I would love to just know your educated guess. I could guess. see Toto riding win or lose with Eagles fans. Okay. So. Why do you think that? Well, just based on all of the content of him yelling and screaming and pulling his hair out of his head. <laughs> uh, and how much he's aged over the last, like, 18 months. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Chaotic Eagles fan. Chaotic Eagles fan. I love that. I love that for Toto. I love that for me. Right. Um, Danny Rick was also was also at... So this is where we can get a little political in terms of, like, team affiliations. So Danny Rick said... I don't actually know if he was there. I think he was there. Yeah, he was there. He said he was going to be there, and I think I saw a photo of him We need there. a producer. We need somebody to fact check them. I know. There's so many. There's there's a lot of things we need on this podcast. Okay. And a lot of things we're I'm not going to I'm happy to get. sit in the living room when you guys... <laughs> and just be our fact yeah, checker. I'm happy to fact check you. Okay. We just... No, no notes, no research, just vibes is our big thing. Fair here. enough. Um, so Danny Rick was also at the Super Bowl. He's a Bills fan. Right. So... Knowing that, and with your knowledge of, like, American football teams and affiliations, who would you assume that Danny was rooting for at the Super Bowl, if he's a Bills fan? I think he, well, I don't actually know why he's a Bills fan, do you? I think he just vibes with them. I imagine he'd vibe more with Eagles fans, too. Okay. Just kind of more of, like, a blue-collar team. Mm-hmm. If if you can pull for the Bills, you could pull for the Eagles. And I think with as good as the Bills have been and as good as the Chiefs have been over the past few years, the fact that the Bills haven't really pulled it off in part because of the Chiefs' success. Okay. To me, screams that he was pulling for the Eagles. Okay, yeah. So there's that makes sense because I was going to ask if there's anything like everyone hates Patriots basically. So it's like, it's like people have like an anyone but the Patriots kind of mindset. I just didn't know if there was anything similar that like Bills fans felt about. Kansas City's likable, but the Bills right now are like the poor man's Chiefs. Got it. And so I imagine you're probably not pulling for the Chiefs if you're Danny or you're a Bills fan. I think you're probably pulling for the Eagles, but the Eagles aren't all that likable either. (laughs) So it's kind of a coin toss. Interesting. Well, I'm sure on both of these things, it would be pretty easy to find out if I just looked at my phone, but yeah. 
for those that's of, not what we do on this podcast no not at all and for those of you that are wondering i'm a long-suffering jets fan oh, yeah so you know i'll never be happy in the world of nfl football who would you equate the jets to with an f1 team like which f1 team is the jets of f1 oh god uh, haas? haas at their all-time low williams used to be good did the jets ever used to be good actually yeah that's probably not a bad bet Were no mm, not that good no haas at an all-time low okay <laughs> okay this season, they were like Haas when they were both going to be in the points, but had yeah. the tire mishaps. <laughs> yeah. That's who the Jets were this year. But Got historically, it. the goddamn Jets. The goddamn Jets. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our next little segment, which is aptly titled Fiance Nick. So, obviously, we're getting married this year. We are course cracked on that one baby yeah we are yeah we are We are. yeah we are <laughs> um, so we're obviously getting married this year wedding stuff is top of mind we're pl- doing lots of plans we're thinking about things so we're gonna do a little some little fun things through the lens of weddings all right so we're gonna start with a major thing happening your bachelor party woo shots shots lads lads shots shots lads lads right right which five drivers on the grid would you invite to your bachelor party and why this think of this almost in terms of our our commune conversation where we'd be like "Mm, i'm bringing this person right because like like in your bachelor party you're bringing rob obviously because he's friend but but rob brings the added benefit of oh, knowing being able how to, to give stitches. Being able to give yeah. stitches. So which five drivers from the grid are you bringing on your bachelor party and what purpose are they serving? It could be as simple as vibes. It could be as complicated as like they know how to do CPR. Wow, that's loaded. <laughs> okay, so for anyone that's been on a bachelor bachelorette party, mm-hmm. more times than not, you get an Airbnb. And there's always that one person that has to sleep on the couch or in like a tight nook. Mm-hmm. So I think my first overall pick is going to be Yuki because you always need somebody <laughs> to sit on the hump. Sit on the what? On the hump. The back seat. The bitch seat. Bitch. I'm trying okay, to censor myself. I, okay, I, you can swear on this okay, podcast. Well, great. So <laughs> you always need somebody to hump. sit in the bitch seat, right? <laughs> so and. For those of you who also call it the hump, please comment or <laughs> DM me and just let me know that I'm not crazy for having said I've that. I've literally never heard but, that you know, I've seen Yuki eat at a barbecue restaurant in the flesh. In the flesh. So you know we he's going to bring an appetite. Uh, he's all about the food scene. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the one that ends up sleeping like he's under the pool karaoke. table or wherever it may be. Yes, maybe he'll enjoy a round of karaoke. Yeah. What was my last point? Sleeping in Nook. Yeah, right. He, he can sleep in a nook, he like under the pool yeah. table or, yeah. you know, He'll in fit. the little chaise. He's going to fit. He's yeah. going to fit on like, yeah, if p- two people have to share a couch and one of them is just like the chaise portion. Like, and I love Yuki. Spinning. I mean, more than anything else, I love Yuki. Okay, yes. So number one, Yuki. Crazy first overall pick. And no, this is that. really in no particular order, but Yuki. Uh, no, I love that. If nothing else for the space saving. <laughs> Valtteri Botas. I have come, Bo-dad. I've done a complete okay. 180 on Botas in my F1 do, fandom. Yeah, I think we need to like rewind a little couple of years and like Nick used to hate Botas. I used to call him a cuckold. 
I did. Yeah, you did. And I meant it for like a while. Cuckolded. Yeah, He's well, until he, until he was just like on his way out and he was like, nope, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. And now we're obsessed with yeah, him. Yeah, I'm obsessed with him. I think he's my favorite driver. You know, I know I'm a Ferrari guy, but if you made me pick a driver, you pointed a fictional gun at me, and I can't say Danny because he's not on the grid, even mm-hmm. though he's getting as much press as he's getting. Uh, yeah, Valtteri Botas, Mullet and all, big fan. He's going to fit right in at an I Alabama think more, football game. Botas is more like vibes. Yeah, Botas, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. Love that. And he'd probably bring his own gin. Like, he'd bring alcohol because he... It owns his own gin brand, and his girlfriend That's owns. Right. His girlfriend is an investor in uh, Blue Coast Brewing. I didn't know either of those things. Yeah. So and and he has actually his own, no, I I did know. And he has his own coffee company, so like he's bringing the beverages. Yeah, and he's bringing the mullet, and I'm just a huge <laughs> fan. Couldn't be more excited about it. Yeah. Okay, so we have Yuki. So and we have Yuki Botas. and Valtteri. Do I need to invite anyone else? Do you have to pick five bullets for the game? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna need a second to think about this. Oh wait, no, that's silly. Uh, when you go on these trips too, you always have those two people that you're happy they're there, but you're also happy that they have each other. Okay. Uh, Lando. Uh huh. And Carlos. Okay, because I feel like they'd be really entertaining. Mm -hmm. Love Lando. Love Carlos. I think that they would elevate each other at my bachelor party. I feel like they'd be a real upper, especially together. Yeah. So you have. Yuki who fits in tight spaces, Valtteri with the mullet, you have Carlando, and... One more. In the five spot? Yeah. Lewis doesn't drink, right? No, he doesn't. And he seems to be a very generous man, so I think Lewis would be in my five <laughs> spot. Because he'd obviously... pick up a tab or two. He, he definitely. And he could be our DD. Uh, oh my god, amazing. Although he is scared of driving on the road, right? I think he's on the record like saying it, that he's not I've, a big road driver. He doesn't, yeah, he's not a big road driver, but he would definitely, like, get a car service because Lewis is a celebrity. You'd also, like, get in places because you'd be with Lewis Hamilton. Do yeah, I mean? well, see, the celebrity factor, my first pick was Yuki. I know, but I'm saying Lewis would bring, you don't need a bunch of celebrities, but you get to have Lewis. Yeah, I guess so. Matters more to you than to me. I guess. I'm just more interested in him being the DD. Okay. And maybe picking up a check or two. He'd definitely do that. Right. All right. So your bachelor party. That rounds it out. From the grid. Yuki, Botas, Carlando, and Lewis. Yeah, I'm fired up about that. I don't think I missed anybody. No, I don't think so either. Definitely not Max Verstappen. I know. No way. Okay, well, this this kind of um goes nicely into our, our next thing, which is, is similar, but different in... You know, the bachelor party is bachelor party vibes. Like, this is like, that's... You're, you're going on a trip. What about your groomsmen? Who are the five groomsmen? And I feel like there's like, you know, there's levels. Who's the best man at your wedding from the grid? Who's the one that's in charge of like, you know, carrying the ring and not losing anything? Who's the one that like is going to get shit done that day? Who's the one that's like definitely going to get a little fucked up and you have to like kind of worry about them? You know, like there's different like styles of people in a wedding party. Who who from the grid is in your wedding party and why? Well, let's think about who I didn't invite to my bachelor party that mm-hmm. I would like to be a presence in my life. Totally. Charles, I think, take him or leave him, you know? He'd be <laughs> like him. my, he'd be like the last man in. And like a pity invite? Yeah, but he's I, don't, like, I don't oh, even know my that mom's, he's made the cut. You're like, just... oh, my mom's gonna make me invite <laughs> Right. have this person in my yeah, wedding party. <laughs> actually, fair enough. <laughs> uh, 
Max, no. Checo. Checo, maybe. Checo's on the bubble for me, too. Who's that? That gets us to seven. George, not interested. Eh, maybe George. George is just, like, the quiet... Yeah. Quiet relative. But here, I feel like George would be a good one in the group. Like, he'd get shit done. Like, he'd he'd be, like, the organizer. He'd be, like, making sure everyone was doing the shit they needed to do. He cleans up nice, but, you know, you never really know, like, what if it rains on our wedding day? You know I'm, like, planning for the worst, right? Yeah, you are. So, if it rains on our wedding day, we've seen that man in a crisis, and in in the words of Riley, he's unfuckable in a crisis, right? So, (laughs) I just, I don't know that he'd be able to hold it together. Number one priority on your wedding day is your rooms and need to be fuckable. Need to be fuckable, right? <laughs> Which, you know, goes back to the original list. Um, I mean, you can put people from your... Oh! Best man, though. I want to know who your best man is out of the people on the grid. Like, Oh, is that all you're asking? Who my best man out of people on the grid would be? Well, I'm asking best man and your other rooms, but I'm not asking, like, in addition to your... I think I would make Lewis my best man. You think? Yeah, he cleans up nice. Like, same reasons why he made the cut for the bachelor party. I think Lewis would be my best man. I think he's shorter than me, which is a positive. Yeah. Actually, yeah, see, George, George is out. George is out. George is too right. tall. I feel like... Oh, you know who we haven't brought up yet? Pierre. I'm a big... I'm a big... I'm, I'm a, a big, big Pierre. <laughs> I feel like Paul Rudd. Slap it a base. <laughs> Slap it a Pierre. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Pierre Gasly guy. I think my groomsmen are my... The five guys that are invited to my bachelor party. Okay. Except I would make Lewis my best man out of that bunch. Okay. And you, you would add Pierre, you think? No. No? No, I'm keeping... That number's going to sit at five. All right. No, I love right. that. I mean, I like K-Mag. I do like K-Mag. Um, actually, fun. you know what? K-Mag? I'm bringing a six to the bachelor party. <laughs> Kevin Magnuson. We're breaking the rules. Welcome K-Mag's to Tuscaloosa, in. Alabama. It's going to be great. And you know what? He's yeah, he's a groomsman. And we too. obviously know that Danny would be involved in both of these things. Stop putting me in a box with all these numbers, setting numbers. I know. I'm so sorry. Pick five. This what one... if I wanted to pick okay, six? Okay, this is what Nicole hates too. She always breaks yeah, the rules. You put of the me games. in a box. <laughs> is Nicole, anyone surprised? Nicole always breaks the rules of the game. No, because you guys are the same person. Good. Yeah. Stop with the numbers. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I was just, I was just gonna say, like, you don't have. I was just giving a baseline. Yeah, well, you can do whatever you want, though. We're spiraling. Anyway, my top five, no, sorry, my top six, mm-hmm. in no particular order. Yep. Sir Lewis Hamilton, mm-hmm. best man, if I really had to, like, yep. put him in bold. K-Mag, Yuki, Valtteri, and Carlando. I don't think I missed anyone. All right, I love this. That's my game. recap. You okay. You here first. I, I did. Okay, I love that. Okay, switching gears a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about style great fashion if you will um i'm wearing a green suit to our wedding you are wearing a green suit similar to the one danny fashion rick wore icon. on uh stephen colbert show oh, is that where we're taking this i'm sure you guys already talked about that we did last week you listened to it in the car we were listening to it oh that's right yeah um thank you that's for why paying, i heard about that thank you for paying attention to did you just podcast. admit to listening to yourself in the car yeah because it came on and you said let's listen to it and i have to make sure i don't sound stupid which i do all the time so then I have, to, like, <laughs> I have to beat myself up about it. Okay, so suits. We've gone, you, I mean, we've gone to so many weddings, you and I, over the past couple of years. We went to eight last year. Um, and there's, I mean, there's not a wide variety of different suits that people wear. I feel like it's pretty, would you agree that it's pretty typically gray, black, or navy blue are the suit colors for most weddings? Yeah. 
So of the people on the grid, what type of suits are these drivers wearing? We don't have to go through all 20 if we don't want to. It just people that, you know, are who's breaking the mold? Who's doing something fun? Who's doing like the classic, just like black suit? Because he, I'm going to go first. I'm going to take mine. No, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say George Russell. Yeah, with with what? a winged tuxedo. Shut up. Were you going to say that yeah. too? <laughs> like coat, like the tails? Yeah, with the coatails. Winged. <laughs> I... Top hat. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm dead. Yeah. Although I feel like Carlos has worn a similar suit. No top hat. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he has done stuff with like little tails. Lando would do something funky, I think. Like, I feel like he would do something with, like, a pattern on it or something. For, like, to be funny. Like, for the bit. Yeah, he also strikes me as somebody that would wear just a turtleneck under his suit jacket to get married. <laughs> I don't know why he's just giving off turtleneck under I like sports that. coat No, vibes. I can see it. I could totally see that. I feel like he's been having that vibe kind of lately. Good. Danny's wearing Danny's wearing a t-shirt. Tuxedo t-shirt. Tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Botas is too if it's in Australia and he has his mullet. He's like... See, but Botas might wear like a Canadian tuxedo. Why? Denim on denim? With that mullet? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm, with the mullet. No, it's just called the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. Denim on denim. That'd be funny. I could... <laughs> I would love to see that. Well, you know that uh, Zhou Guan Yu is wearing a Dior or a Prada suit because he's sponsored by them. Love that. He's for looking him. absolutely divine. Haven't seen wedding. any of that. Yeah. Stunning. Hasn't made it to my for you page. Stunning. Lewis is wearing like velvet from yeah. like satin. Purple. Yeah. Like royal purple, like the Lewis Hamilton purple. As he should. As he should. As he should. Sir Lewis Hamilton. If he got it, flaunt it. Yeah, he's wearing like I feel like he would, he would wear like a purple velvet suit with like satin call like a satin what is this a lapel? Is that what those are called? The collar of the suit that like folds over. Yes, a lapel that would be like satin or like um. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Silky. I think people can see it. Yeah, I can see it in my head. Okay, well, you were giving me, you were giving nothing to me, so I had, I just kept explaining because you were not acknowledging. We just, for the record, we just ate <laughs> an easy 8,000 calories at dinner, jumped in the car, I climbed right in bed, Kate said, sit up, I said, absolutely not, so if my audio is cutting in and out, it's because I am in a food coma, laying on my back at 10 o'clock on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy 9:15. Valentine's Day, everyone. 9.15. I'm rounding up. Yeah, I know you are. Okay. Uh, anyone else having fun suits or who's like being just boring and classic? Charles is being boring and classic. Yeah, he'd just go black Giorgio Armani yeah, suit. Absolutely. Yeah. Black tie. Yeah. Poorly dressed okay. wife. Whoa. Don't talk about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> said what i mean and i mean what i said i'll look better at our wedding than i will at me and charles wedding don't worry yeah anybody that dates that man is cursed oh well you know what there's a lot of new drivers on the grid too yeah like i don't know anything about oscar piastri in terms of like what he would wear. no me either nor do i care don't know what he would wear logan Sargent. not interested couldn't care about any of them 
Yeah. Or sorry, couldn't care less about yeah, any of them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else who do anything, like, fun. I feel like Carlos could kind of be a, a sneaky See, I think Carlos guy. is going to look more like George than you think. Yeah. Same, yeah. same suit, no top hat. Yeah. No, you're probably right. And Ferrari's going to make him look ugly. Obviously. The Ferrari They're going to pick there. the worst wedding photo. Yeah, and po- yeah, you're so right. Yeah, I actually, I made the case for a long time that Carlos was the better looking of the two Ferrari drivers. Yeah, you did that despite me. I, I fought that fight for a long time. I think you did that to me. I'm just mad. more of a Carlos girly. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, okay. Anything else here? Any other wedding things you can think of in terms of F1? No, I, I think that on top of actually having to plan a wedding, you and I have talked way too much about weddings today. Okay, fair enough. You're a sports guy. You're an athlete. You love sports. You love all sports. You've played almost all the sports. Big athlete guy. If there, if the F1 drivers weren't doing F1, what sports would they be best at based on your certified athlete opinion? Yuki would be an Olympic gymnast. Let's just make them Olympic athletes. Yeah, yeah, Olympic because athletes. they'd have to be, like, solo athletes, right? Yeah, Yuki hates working out, though, and gymnasts have to work out so Yeah, but much. he's five foot four. <laughs> Fair enough. Yuki's absolutely going to be an Olympic gymnast. Okay. I feel like Valtteri would play in obscure sport, and I'm just starting with the guys that, you know, are invited to my bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, your boys. I feel like homies. he would be... I feel like I could see both. Well, actually, playing, no, like... let's, let's be practical here. He would be a cyclist. So true. Right? Or like ice hockey. I also see him playing something super obscure like water polo. Well, yeah, that's where I was going, but I was going to go more obscure than that, like table tennis. Well, he could have done hockey. He he debated between F, like driving cars and doing hockey for a while. But then he chose driving cars because he didn't like to wake up that early. Yeah. he. You know, what did I say he was going to do? Cyclist. Yeah. Cycling. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Lewis. Lewis. Swimming? Hmm. He's just screaming swimming at me right now. Okay. I don't know why. No, you don't have to explain yourself. Well, I'd like to. I think that makes the least sense out of everything that I've said. <laughs> yeah, this it far. does a little bit, but if that's what you're But feeling, I just feel like, especially feeling. if we're thinking Olympic athletes, like mm-hmm. swimmers are really glamorous Olympic athletes. And I yeah. just feel like if you think of Olympians who have had like the greatest press and notoriety, yeah. you think like the Michael Phelps, yep. Ryan Lochte's of the world. Yep. Lewis Hamilton. I met Ryan Lochte once. That's right. We were text friends for a little bit. Love that for you. Wild times. Um, okay. Uh, Carlos. Soccer. Okay. Lando. Ping pong. Rapid fire. K-Mag. What is it? Biathlon? Triathlon? No, not triathlon. The one where they shoot guns and, like, ski. (laughs) The winter sport. (laughs) No, Google it. No, I need a producer. Yeah, okay. Let me go. Decathlon. Biathlon. Okay, good. See, I shouldn't have doubted myself. You shouldn't have. Okay, a biathlon. Yeah, biathlete. Biathlete is K Mag. Alright, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna name people up. George Russell. Fencing. I like that one. Thank you. Um Jogonyu. Riflery. Okay. Oscar Piastri. Skateboarding. Okay, interesting. Charles Leclerc. Rhythmic gymnastics. (laughs) 
You were literally just doing no, this to Tommy. I am. I'm just doing it to spite you. I actually really like Charles. Uh, <laughs> what he would be good at, though? Yeah. That I haven't already said? I feel like he plays a lot of paddle. Like pickleball. Tennis. Tennis. I can see it. Uh, Checo. Cheating on your wife. Max Verstappen. Next. Mm, I'm not blanking now. Kevin Magnuson. Didn't we already say came out? Oh yeah, we already did say came out. Nico Hulkenberg. Hurling. Or curling. Curling, not hurling. Okay, curling. Curling. With a C. Curling. Yeah, listen, like what you play it's on, not a Winter like, Olympic year. It, no. Like I don't have enough play, storage in my brain for... Well, you can do Summer Olympic things too. Well, yeah, but he doesn't do strike me as a Summer Olympics guy. Okay, S1 Ocon. Oh God. Rock climbing. Pierre Gasly. I feel like I could see Pierre doing like beach volleyball. Sure. Let's go with that. Beach volleyball. Fernando Alonso. Commentating. Lance Stroll. He's actually good at snowboarding. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. Snowboarding. You know what? We haven't said for people like Lando is like golf. So many of them golf, are like golfers. Right. Have we asked? We I don't think we brought Lando up yet though, did we? We did. You said ping pong. Close enough. <laughs> um, Alex Albon. Not golf. He's bad. Archery. Ooh. I'm yes. running out of Olympic sports that I know. Yeah. Uh, Logan Sargent. Do you know anything about him? I don't. Pass. Um, I don't know anything about Logan Sargent. I'm trying to think. I feel like we might have hit everyone. Nick DeVries. Don't know anything about him. He, yeah. No, I think that's everyone. I don't know. Could not be. Maybe. No, I think we've missed a bunch of people, but... No, I don't think so. No, I think we have them all. I'm sure the internet will let us know. You're right. Um. Okay, well... That's all that we really had. Is there anything else you really wanted to like? What other F1 things are happening right now that you want to talk? What are your predictions for this season? I want to know who you think. I want to know all your thoughts. 2023. Big year. Predictions for 2023. Big year. Uh, big Mercedes bounce back. Okay. Love that prediction. A strong Mercedes bounce back. Out of the gate. Who's doing better, George One, Lewis? two on the podium. I think it's going to be back and forth between those two. Okay. That'll probably be the tightest team in terms of points. Oh. And I think that there'll likely be a little bit of friction there because mm-hmm. I think there'll be some favoritism on Lewis's end because why wouldn't there be? Right. Um, so I think at some point this season, George will be frustrated or have to bite his tongue and it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that Ferrari gets it together strategically. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that their car is going to rival Mercedes and Red Bulls this year. Okay. So they'll find themselves running better races, better team races. Yeah. I think Charles will have a good year. I just don't think they'll be as competitive as the other two vehicles. Got and it. with two additional cars in the mix that they wouldn't have had last year, it's it's just going to make for more traffic, more obstacles, mm-hmm. more highs, more lows, or higher highs, lower lows. Um, and I think that rounds out your top six. I think McLaren will be nipping at their heels. I think they'll have a better year than they had last year. You think Lando's going to get his first win this year? I hope Lando gets his first year. Um, sorry. First, yeah, first win. What time is it? <laughs> yeah, I hope Lando gets his first win this year. Um, I would have liked to see that happen in Russia, but, you know, it's all about learning and growth, right? Learning and growth, that's right. Still be rise. I think 
Haas will have a good year. I mean, they have as experienced of a pair of drivers as they've had. You know, I, I don't expect them to move mountains, but I think that they'll be middle of the pack. I think that Williams will suck again. Uh, I'd love for Alfa Romeo to be middle of the pack, but I, I love it. I think there may be a little bit of turbulence there with some of the exits. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not even having a team principal this year. Right. It's crazy. Which yeah. Feels chaotic what to me, but, but at the same time, maybe it'll prove that that role is not all that important or as important as you would think it would be. Yeah. I feel like it's very like for a team like that. Yeah. I feel like it's all, um, what's that word? It's a uh, thing. I'm thinking of a word. semantics semantics i feel like the like (laughs) the team principal role is just like semantics because we have some like it's just like the the, who is like the team leader because like toto is the ceo and team principal zach brown is the ceo not the team principal but he is like really the face of yeah for all intents and purposes and there's some that like you don't hear from the ceo you only hear from the team principal so i feel like it's all semantics in there so like maybe they don't need a team principal because they'll have like a ceo or someone that's like doing the main job of a team principal sure who's to say alpine middle of the road somewhere mm-hmm. but again there you know there's a lot of there's a lot of first-time drivers on the grid too that's very true which i think throws a wrench in everyone's plans you know like i would have loved to see mick stick around and be successful but at the same time there there may be a learning curve for some i think the odds are saying that there'll be again some real ups and downs on that front uh, I don't know who else I've left out, but I don't think any of them matter. Probably didn't speak to Red Bull, but I think Red Bull will be competitive out of the gate, have a tight back and forth with Mercedes more than they will with Ferrari. And I think it's just a matter of like when Ferrari comes out on top, who else ends up on the podium with them or who do they knock off the podium as it pertains to the constructors and as it pertains to the driver's championship. Um, three driver's championships in a row bores mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So, you know, it's just safe to say that I'm rooting against Max this season. Anyway, I think that that rounds it out. Love that. Well, we're going to go really quickly through my favorite segment of the show, which is called The Girls' Room. Great. In which we talk about the wags. There's not that much to talk about this this week, I feel like. It's Valentine's Day, so we obviously saw some, like, very cute Valentine's things for... Some of the wags, Alex Albon, as always, just being like the cutest little boyfriend of all time, sending Lily flowers to her golf tournament. Uh, we saw flowers from Max to Kelly. Uh, we haven't really seen anything that Espan's done for Lena, so I'm like, Espan, step it up. Uh, former wag, Nicholas Latifi, was giving, gave his uh, girlfriend Sandy, Will Miss Sandy, our lawyer. Miss Sandy? <laughs> Sunday, um, <laughs> uh, an elaborate Valentine's Day thing, which he always does. Uh, Carmen, George, George Russell's girlfriend, Carmen, absolute power move, putting up a Instagram story saying Happy Valentine's Day with a full black outfit. I actually don't know power anything move. about any of these people. Any of the wags. You gotta start listening to the podcast regularly then. I mean, I, you get my streams. I listen to it in real time too. Yeah, you do. But you, apparently you don't actually listen. But I, it's not, there's not really a visual aid. Even when I'm listening, like, there's name recognition. I I'll take you through the PowerPoint her. that I have. 
yeah, that'd be grand. I, I haven't. <laughs> I'll do that after this. I don't actually like sit there and go and start to Google who the wags are as well, you're talking about Well, if you them. follow us on Instagram, you should know somewhat who they are. But the main thing that I wanted to talk about during the girls' room today was Pierre's girlfriend, Fran- Francisca. Her name, people call her Kika, which I just think is very adorable. It sounds like what you call me. Her Instagram was like attacked by trolls this week she posted for pierre's birthday like a very cute instagram uh slideshow carousel that nicole and i talked about last week it was very cute and we were like kika's giving us everything that we want out of an f1 wag she's giving us access she's giving us cute photos she's doing all the right things but people have the audacity to be reporting it and so people were like freaking out because her post got her post got taken down and she posted again and got taken down. And people were like, oh my god, did they break up? Why did she delete her post for him? Why did she delete his birthday post? That's crazy. And then, come to find out, she posted on her story because apparently so many people were asking her what was going on that her account just kept getting reported. And, like, that post kept getting reported, so Instagram took it down. And then her entire account got taken down for a little bit. And then she got it back. And I just feel like this is what gives... This is the kind of thing that gives fangirls a bad name because obviously, you know, it was people that are like obsessed with Pierre and love Pierre and hate that he's dating someone. And so like reported her page and like don't like her because she's dating their favorite person. Uh, And so they reported it. It could be a group of could be a gaggle of teenage boys from the UK sending hate mail. No, that only happens to us. <laughs> well, could be, but I'm likely thinking it's probably Pierre fans that are jealous of her and got her account taken down. And it's just like, grow up a little bit. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's just you can be a fan of someone, but there's a fine line between being like a fangirl of something and being like psychotic. Yeah, well, that I mean, it's not just a fangirl thing though. There's crazy fans everywhere, the, right? Like the year before I went to Alabama. There was a, not an Alabama alum, but an Alabama fan who poisoned a tree at Auburn. There's a very <laughs> famous tree on that campus, and he poisoned it. Yeah. People just take fandom a little too far sometimes. I'm just saying, this was like a hillbilly from the backcountry of Alabama doing <laughs> crazy things. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's not fangirls. Maybe it's a crazy hillbilly from Alabama. Okay, well, in defense of the fangirls, thank you, sir. Yeah, hey, listen. Could be anyone. Ally. Ally. Speak, Valentino. <laughs> I just feel like there is a lot going on. Kika's account got taken down. I was like, this gives me a icky feeling because she, by trade, even before she was dating Pierre as a model, a lot of that stuff goes on on Instagram. So, like, getting her account taken down is, like, not only hurting her personally, but professionally. So, sure. people just need to back off, you know? Like, be a fan of someone you can be in love with pierre but you do have to respect the fact that he's dating someone and respect that person you know like am i was i happy that charles was dating charlotte no was i going to report her account and get it taken down no i'm just thinking about it of you i'm grown (laughs) um this is 30 (laughs) I'm not there yet, baby. This is pushing 30. This is pushing 30. (laughs) Almost 30, almost flirty, almost thriving. Almost famous. (laughs) Almost famous. 
<laughs> She's a lot I'm, of almost. I am She's a not, golden god. <laughs> not there yet. Uh, okay, well, that wraps up the girls' room. There's really not that much to talk about. And almost a probably- Not all trolls are angry fangirls. Amen, brother. Slap hands. I'll talk about more girl stuff when Nicole's back. Um, I'm happy to talk about girl stuff. But well, you don't know any of these people, so it's hard to talk about with you. People. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's manifest. It's manifest minute. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you so ready? Okay. So this week, our manifest is going to be for our friend Gwen. Gwen is in the last semester of her master's degree. And so she's finishing her master's thesis and is interviewing for PhD programs all at the same time. That's a lot going on. It's a lot for one person. So we're going to manifest that Gwen becomes a learned doctor. She would love any academic manifestation vibes that we can spare. And Gwen, we got a lot to spare. So Nicholas and listeners, if you would do me the immense honor of closing your eyes all the way. Okay. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. And I want you to picture our friend Gwen. You know that Gwen is has a lot to do right now. She might be feeling stressed. She is working on her thesis. She's also going to interviews for all of these different PhD programs. She's stressed out. She's busy. She doesn't know if she can do it. And... Now I want you to take that energy and I want you to flip it on its head. And I want you to picture Gwen relax at peace, knowing that she's got this, knowing that number one, her thesis is is incredible. She's working on it. She's has her outlines. She is going through it. She is writing her first draft. She's going through, she's, you know, making little small tweaks and edits. Her second draft. Perfect. She's having people review it. Nobody had no notes not a single note. Everyone is like, this is the best thesis I've ever written in my life. I've ever read in my life. Gwen submitting that. No worries. She's also going to these interviews. She looks amazing. She feels amazing. She's crushing the questions. She knows everything. She's asking amazing questions and she is a candidate for a PhD that everyone is going to want in their program. And so Gwen is now feeling great. And, you know, we're coming up to the end of the semester and I want everyone to imagine hearing from their friend, Gwen. Gwen's calling us up. Gwen's on the line. She's saying, defended my thesis and it went great. I passed. Is that what happens with a thesis? Do you know anything about thesis? I have a sports journalism degree. (laughs) Okay. So she defended her thesis. She passed. It's amazing. She also got like 10 calls. She called a call from every single PhD program she interviewed for. Congratulations. You're going to be a learned doctor. Yeah. And they said, come on down, Gwen. Come on down. We want you in our program. And... Gwen is so happy. She's feeling fulfilled. We're all feeling joyful for her. We are so happy. We are so proud. We're crying a little bit. We're just so proud. You know what I mean? Gwen's proud of herself. We're proud of Gwen. And now take all this energy, take all this positive energy, all these positive vibes. And I want you guys to seal it in with a big breath in and a big breath out. And from here on out, I want us to take steps into making this a timeline that is real. Bring this into reality. So Gwen, I want you to, you know, after you listen to this, after you go through this manifest, I want you to just go forward knowing 
that you're going to, you can do this and you're going to be okay. And everything is going to work out. You're going to crush your thesis. You're going to crush all of your interviews. You're going to get into these PhD programs and you're going to be the best freaking doctor that's ever doctored and everyone else do something nice for someone, you know, pay it forward a little bit, just put out those positive vibes into the world so that Gwen can soak them up and everyone around you can soak them up and you can yourself can soak them up too. And that's the end of our manifest minute. Love it. You go, Gwen. You go, Gwen. 10 for you, Gwen Coco. <laughs> you go, Gwen Coco. <laughs> okay. And with that, I feel like this is probably the end of a very special edition of TG1F, an F1 podcast with Kate and Nick. 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 <laughs> It's very easy. It kind of like flows. Happy to be here. I am so tired. I am so full. I think this is my second appearance on the podcast. You've said way more words this time than the other time. Uh, I I was also full and tired <laughs> in, in the, the backseat back of, of a car, really just looking forward to getting a Bucky's. Bussies. Bussies. Shout out Bussies. Shout out Sponsor Bussies. us. <laughs> Please. My dream. My dream would be to have like a TGNF big box of t-shirts. Yeah. You know? And people would buy a TGNFX Bussies shirt. That'd be so great. So great. Yeah, Bussy at our wedding. If we just have our wedding catered by Bussies, we could have like a jerky table. Well, I definitely get some beaver nuggets for dessert. (laughs) Not going there. That shit was Bussy bussin'. (laughs) we're spiraling we are spiraling okay y'all it's late i know this is you know you might be listening to this on thursday morning but for us it's very late on tuesday night and we're gonna go to sleep after a lovely valentine's day and i hope that you know this is you know post valentine's day but i hope you guys all were surrounded by a lot of love because not only is valentine's day about romantic love but it's about platonic love too and it's about the people in your life that you love and care about and you guys are all my valentines nick's my valentine most of all but you guys are my valentines too and i love you guys a lot and i hope that you are feeling a lot of love in your life lately do you have anything to add to that nick no that was really sweet i was gonna say something along the lines of like i'm not picking up their tabs too but (laughs) nick ruined it um yeah anyways i guess you know nicole Hopefully, Nicole's going to be back next week. Hopefully, she'll be down to record a podcast. If not, I'll be figuring it out by myself again. But I think she'll be. I think she'll be down. No way. I'm in next week. Sign me <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, Nick. You're you're the permanent sub. You're the Nico Hulkenberg of the TGNF podcast. Yes. I love that. <laughs> the permanent sub. Fantastic. So, Put me in, coach. <laughs> All right. So we will talk to you guys again next week when Nicole is back. But in the meantime, Nick, would you join me for this? In the meantime... We'll see you on the internet. We'll see you on the internet. Bye.